Greetings, I'm Queen Be Divine, blase, blase. This is the Cure Is Conversation, blase, blase. I do hope you are having a great day, blase, blase. Cause this is the Cure Is The Conversation, and listen to what we have to say. So sit back and listen to the guest, Blase Blase, as they share their story and insights, Blase Blase. I hope that it will help you find your own light, Blase Blase, cause the cure is a conversation, Blase Blase. So sit back and relax and listen. Blase, blase. Greetings, greetings, greetings. I'm Queen B. Divine. And this is The Cure Is Conversation. And why do I call it The Cure Is Conversation? Because I believe and I know that the conversation can heal because it healed me from a young age, running away from my childhood from 11. Conversation was something that helped me find paths to healing. And I want to bring this to the forefront of today's society because it's important that we continue to have a conversation and talk about life in real words, real life experiences. So I want you to give a welcome round of applause for my guest today, Christine. And and, and, and and I just want you to sit back, relax, and hear the story. Take what you want and leave the rest behind. And like I always say, blase, blase, tell your story. So greetings, Christine, how are you? Um, this is Queen B. Thank you, honey. I am awesome today. I am today is such a beautiful day. It is it's it's a great day to be alive and I am so grateful to be alive. Mm. Thank you for having me. Oh, and you're so welcome and what an attitude and you know that is the attitude that lifts every mood is to be grateful for just waking up because I've always say, you know, the moment I open my eyes and I can take a deep breath, well, I guess I'd have to have a deep breath over my eyes, is that um I've been given another chance. So I'm going to do the best not to waste it. So let's get into the nooks and crannies of life and what you do to shine your light in the world today. I'm going to start off with the, the, you know, something that, you know, you deal with um, abuse, abuse, um, women from abuse, right? And, and, and I'm assuming you say, because we're not labeled by abuse. This is something that happened to us. It doesn't define us. So talk about your experiences with the women that you that you come across and how you decipher that message to them that they're not that they are just it's just a product of their 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 their, their experiences. It's it's hard, honestly, Queenie. It's hard. Um, we we have as a society we have accepted the term abused women, and I am trying so hard to change it to women of abuse. When you hear the difference in that. If somebody says an abused woman, you automatically think weak, not capable, um, that she asked for it, all those stigmas that go with it, okay? And that we cause, we cause an abuse. It's, it's, a, it's a negative connotation behind that. But when you say 
women of abuse, right. that gives them that, that little bit more power. That that says that this happened to us. Right. It wasn't because of us. Mm. The weaker, the weaker individual is the one that did abusing, not us, not us. And that's where my sassy comes in. That's actually an acronym. So. So I, I call myself the sassy coach. Right. I also am an international advocate for women against abuse and domestic violence. That is my biggest mission. Because we don't talk about it, because we it takes so long to heal from it and to finally find our voice, that's I, I kind of do twofold. I coach women, I help them. So sassy, like I said, is an acronym, and that stands for strong, assertive, smart. Sexy, independent. Mm. Okay, mm. I know, right? Mmm, <laughs> I felt the sugar on that. Mmm. <laughs> well, what I believe is that as women, right. every single woman out there has that sassy essence in them. Call it your intuition. Call it your spirit guide. Call it whatever you want. Your higher power. Your God. Your goddess. However you define it, but every woman has. That sassy in them, and I help in my coaching to find sassy, to find all areas of strong, assertive, smart, sexy, and independent. And I teach my clients that ultimately we want to get to all capital letters of sassy. Okay, but there are some days that even myself, I'm not fully there. That there are some days that I may be a capital S, so I'm strong, right. but maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not feeling sexy today, so there's a little less instead of a big S, so that we can physically see it. You know, we put it in writing, we put it up on the board. We can see the letters. We can see where we're at today. We can see where do we need to grow more. What do we need to nurture more? What do we need to love on ourselves more? Because we didn't have that as abused women. Uh, we did not have that. We were put down in every way possible: the verbal, the mental, the sexual, the physical, the psychological. Every area of abuse. Some of us have have experienced all of it. You're listening to the Cure is Conversation with Queen Be Divine and Christine M, international advocate for women against abuse and domestic violence. So we, we, we need to offset that. Right. There's a yin, there's a yang. Right. So, you know, the five areas of abuse, we've got five letters to get you back where you need to be. Uh, oh, that's, that's, I, I know, I love what I do. I love what I do. It's it's hard. Right. It's hard to get to a good level, a, a good, where you do love yourself again. And, and you're not hating yourself, and you're not, um, you know. I've I've gone through the, you know, the attempted suicides. I've I've gone through all the mental health issues that go along with it. I'm also not only a woman of abuse. Right. I'm also a recovering drug addict. I'm a recovering alcoholic because that was kind of a byproduct of trying to mask the pain of right. the abuse. Right. I turned to drinking. I turned to drugs. You know. I mean, it, there's there's several steps and things that. That and I, I call it three stages of abuse. There are basically three stages that a woman goes through. The first stage is is limbo. Okay, we're we're in it, we're in the thick of it. We're we're you know realizing it. You know, walking on eggshells every single day. And we're in limbo. We don't know what to do. We don't know who to turn to because there is such a still such a stigma for 
abuse, right. domestic violence, we don't know who we can trust. Okay? That's stage one. Stage two, we finally get out. We're on our own. We are somewhat settled. But now we want to know, who am I? Who am I inside? What am I supposed to do? What's my life path? Where am I supposed to go for me? That's what I call stage two. And stage three is um, where we reach all capital letters. There's a word, but it's a curse word, and it's the F word. <laughs> nice! Unfuckwithable stage, what I call stage three. Nice. That we finally get there. We've got the all caps. Like I said, I don't know if I will ever get to that stage. I know women that think they're there, but we get triggered. We get triggered. Little things here and there. Even I left my, I'm sorry, let me correct that. So I kicked my abuser out of my house back in 2018. Here we are in 2022, and I still get triggered. There are not as many, right. and I know how to look for them. I know what to look for, and if a door slam, that used to be a big one. Every time I heard a door slam, I mean, I would cringe and then, then oh, you know, that I, I, I love... I love how you said that because a lot of people don't know that the little things that irritate them under the skin are triggers. Like for me, it was keys in the door. You know, it was keys in the door because I knew what was coming within a moment of that key. And I had to I had to stop looking through that trauma glasses, that space. It takes time. And I love how you say it, it's challenging because a lot of us are really hard on ourselves if we're not there in a month. If we're not there in a year. And we realize that it's a process of recovery. And, and, and speaking about recovery, what, you know, you, you know, as again, we share a kins, kinship of, 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 of being um, winners and overcomers. Every day we must do it. It is not just, I've overcome, I'm done. No. <laughs> and so... <laughs> So in, in your recovery stage, which is every day, and I'll contest to that every single day, what are the tools that, you, that help you to stay in the place of recovery and that can help you from going down that rabbit hole that you can share with the... Pause for the cause. A Queen the Divine original called Mershal. C-A-L-M Mershal. A calming moment where you can sit back and reflect at the information that you just heard. And also the three P's. Pen, pencil, and paper. So you can jot down what vibrates with your inner core. Also, please be aware of your surroundings. Because mental health means to always be aware of the beauty that surrounds you. Also, this is a great time to grab a beverage, water, juice, so we can keep the positive flow of vibration going throughout your body. Thank you for listening to this Queen Be Divine original commercial, a moment in the podcast to just take a deep breath and reset. So let's get back into The Cure is the Conversation. Unpause for the call. Your audience. Uh, probably the biggest, and actually, I just discovered this within the last week. Right. Okay? This is how new and fresh that I still. 
find your tribe, find your women that you can confide in, find your mentors, find your friends. Um, what's the name of your podcast? So we have to communicate. We have to have a conversation. We have to, we have to, one of us has to open up either the woman that's being abused or the friend that is, that sees the signs and doesn't know how to approach it. That, that's kind of, you know, twofold. I try to teach that also that, that we have to look for those signs. We have to be able to say, Queen B, listen, I'm seeing a difference in you over this last few weeks, these last few months. You're withdrawn. You don't come out with us anymore. What is going on? What can I help with? And don't take, I'm fine. <laughs> amen, a woman. Yeah, amen, a woman. Yeah, that's it. You know, because, you know, it, it, we, we've normalized that word to be, yeah, it's, you know, don't look any deeper. But I'm fine for me says look deeper. Because if you, you know what I mean? Because if you can't articulate, I'm feeling wonderful today, I am excited, and you just come up with fine, I'm coming in. <laughs> let, me, let me give you a little, so when I went through AA, right. and when I went through NA, right. fine is another one of those acronyms, right. okay? So in AA, fine stands for fucked up, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I do not use that word because if anybody says it to me, I tell them, take that word out of your language. Right. Because there is no fine. Right. Okay? Because if we say fine, that means we are not fine. <laughs> it's man or woman. Right. If we say fine, we're not fine. Right, right. So that's why I said, you know, as a friend, if you see somebody, don't don't accept fine. Right. Because you know she's not. We have to gently pursue not push yeah exactly i like how you said that pursue thank you i like that pursue you know the conversation and have that conversation say okay i'm I'm gonna give you a couple minutes i'm gonna give you a day we're gonna revisit this conversation right when you're ready i want you to know i'm here for you we and as and as women of abuse we have to find somebody to trust and trust is so huge in our relationships whether they're romantic or not. Right. Because we gave our trust to that individual. Right. And they totally stomped it, squashed it. I mean, like, talk about grapes, okay? Yeah. <laughs> now, now, now we, can, we can come out as fine wine, <laughs> okay, like you and I. It is possible. But that trust is still, even, even for me today, four years later, trust in any relationship is very hard. But that's why I say, please, find your tribe, find your women. If it's Facebook, if it's going to my Facebook page, you know, talking to you, find somebody that you can have that conversation with and build that trust and know that we are here. There are us, you and I, and other women that we're here to help. We're here to lift that woman up by the hand, but under the arms if we have to. Cradle her in both of our arms. Mm. However we need to do it, we are here for that woman that is right now listening, that doesn't know where to turn, doesn't know what to do. Most of the government agencies out there are great for getting you out of the situation, getting you a home, getting your children taken care of, but then what? Then what? You know what? That is is one of my biggest... um, pet peeves it's not even a pet it's a it's a stone ass peeve in my in my in my journey 
because government agencies are wonderful. You're right. And in, in my experience of a government agency was not only through abuse, but in group homes, because at a certain age, they just kick you out, and then you're on the street, and you're like, what am I supposed to do? So I can I can imagine what women who come to a shelter, and the woman who's, or the man, or whoever's running the shelter goes, oh yeah, you're great now, go. You're like, but what? <laughs> people like you who are advocates and speak up and yes you you know like I'm gonna say it from my personal experience yes I might still have things about the journey that make that that I'm still working on but I have enough light and enough strength and enough knowing that I can help you know help you or whomever is in a situation and I think that's what we as women forget that our stories our journey whether how no matter how abusive they were they are valid they are so valid because it can help another woman go, oh my God, is that what's happening in my life? Uh, you know, when you, when you, when you say you help women, and I know I'm just, is something that I, I've always wanted to, um, to, uh, to explore with uh, a woman who, who, who really works with women of abuse. Do you find men in the same situation who go through the abuse? Yes. Right. Now a word from our sponsor. Are you a lost traveler? Of course you are. We all are. Whether we're traveling the landscapes of our own imaginations or the globe itself, each of us is looking for answers or perhaps new questions. Join me, your host, Henry Cameron Allen, on the adventure of a lifetime, where we'll talk about developing skills for a new day. We are all pioneers now. Each of us a teacher, each of us a student. Let's talk about it. On the Lost Traveler. You're listening to The Cure is Conversation with Queen Be Divine and Christine M., international advocate for women against abuse and domestic violence. Yes, and uh, it's okay, so here's the, the statistic. Okay? Right. One in four women in the United States will experience some form of, of abuse in their relationship. Right. Okay. One in seven men will experience it. One in four for women, one in seven. Wow. Both of those statistics need to stop. Yes. yes. And the other one that I really do not like is one in seven women, women will not make it out of line. That their abusive partner will end up killing them as they're trying to leave that, that abusive situation. Mm. One in seven will not make it out alive. That is a statistic. We have got to stop it. This is the way to do it. Conversation, communication. We have to be able to talk about it. We have to be able to say, enough is enough. Right. We can't do this anymore. Right. So yes, going back to your question, then, yes, their abuse is not as much physical because obviously you know, you've got a six foot man, you've got a five foot woman, right. okay? 
It's manipulative, right. it's narcissistic, it's emotional, it's verbal, and it's mental abuse that comes from that woman more than physical. Now, it does get to a point, but obviously, you know, with a six-foot man and a five-foot woman right. hitting a man, he's going, well, that doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Marks. You're not leaving any marks in my body. That matter. That is still abuse. Right, right, right. So, yes, with the men, I do, I do coach them as well. Right. Basically the same thing. It's just in their circumstances, how they need to... And that's even harder for them right. to say abuse is happening. Okay, more and more are coming out. More and more are they're hearing these conversations. We're getting the word out there. We're, we're, we're talking about it. We're saying, hey, it's okay. This does not make you a lesser man. You are not, again, it's not, you know, it's, it's we are not abused women. Right. We are women of abuse. Yeah. You are not an abused man. You are a man of, an, of abuse. Yeah. So we, you know, it's, it does not make him any less of a man right. in his eyes. Because he was abused by a woman. Uh, we have to, there's so many stigmas that we just need to change. You know, and, and, that, and I, I agree with you. We, we definitely need more education and more conversation uh, about <clears throat> how not to normalize. Uh, you know, I was just doing this and he smacked me or she yelled at me or whatever it is. We, we need to notice that how important our bodies are and they need to be treated with respect. And, and and we what happened to that? That that's a whole other conversation that we got to come back into a podcast. I swear, uh, because I, I would love I would love for you to come back. Uh, you know, and and, and talk, and, you know, on a monthly basis if you got time and talk about highlight women because we can't put this and we can't put this on the back burner anymore. Too many women, too many men um, are being abused and forgetting their power. You know, and if it wasn't like people like you, where would they be? And speaking of that. That journey how did you get to the point where you said this is what I want to do I want to help women and men overcome something that is very it, it's 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 a tender situation it's tender how did you get there it is, it is, it, it is. Um, let me give you a quick backstory to lead right. up to there's two little backstories and I'll, I'll really breeze through them. no take your time okay we got this we got this okay um Okay, so I found myself in 2015 sitting on the back of a toilet. Right. Crying. Right. Trying to stay quiet. Being extremely vigilant not to upset him. And he busted through the bedroom door. I heard him go into the, um, the nightstand. And he... I heard the gun cock, and as I sat on the toilet, crying, he came behind me, obviously smacking me upside the head, screaming at me, yelling at me, cursing at me, calling me every, you know, word possible, and everything was, everything was my fault. And I'm trying so hard not to, not to cry and to just stop up, because I knew where, where it would eventually go. And something in me, I think, broke at that moment. And I think I reached, that was my pivotal point. I, I just, I had had enough. I couldn't take it anymore. I had had, um, you know, obviously the bruises all over my body. And he was extreme. He is, was, I don't know if he's dead or alive. Extremely narcissistic. I dealt with the sexual abuse from him. The physical abuse. He, he actually beat me with a rubber mallet. 
Just wondering if you were interested in learning more mental health tips to helping you become the best version of who you want to be, to encourage you that change can happen anytime and it doesn't always have to be negative. Do you want to learn from people just like you who've had stories and situations that they have overcome and still are going on the journey? Well, the cure is a conversation has guests just like that who share their story to inspire you to continue the journey to be the best version of you. So why don't you join me and become a monthly subscriber and you will have access to these fascinating and wonderful people and their story and get to listen to me as host of The Cure Is Conversation. Come share the joy, transparency, and the victory of success Because you define your success and these stories, they will help you to see that, hey, you're already there. Just keep going. Look forward to being with you and sharing the stories with you. You're listening to The Cure Is Conversation with Queen Be Divine and Christine M., international advocate for women against abuse and domestic violence. You had enough. You had enough. I had enough. I had enough, exactly. And he pulled the trigger. And the gun was up on top of my head. Okay? He pulled the trigger. And of course, with you go death. Okay? So all I'm hearing is the ringing in my ears. I can smell my hair burning. And I'm being shot off. Um... 
the blood started trickling down my head. Right. And I could hear him screaming at me, look at what you made me do. Look at what you made me do. Right. Mm. I looked up and, I, and it was a 40 caliber gun. It was a big gun. It wasn't a small 22, it was a 40 caliber. And I you know, kind of looked up a little bit, ears still ringing, blood trickling down, smell of hair, flesh. And I saw the hole in the wall. Right. And after, sorry, I still get a little. No, it's it's. I'm here with this you. Seven years ago. No, I'm with here. you. And I appreciate you so, sharing the story. I really do. Thank you. So after he finally got done, that that was my my point. I sat there and I I I seriously contemplating. He put the gun away, and I seriously contemplated getting the gun, okay, and either facing suicide, right. do what he couldn't, okay, or go out and commit homicide. Right. Justifiable? I don't know. He wasn't attacking me at the moment. Right. Would they have saw it as justifiable? I don't know. I mean, my brain was just going. Yeah. And I, the next morning, I don't remember much of that evening. Um, the next morning, I remember going, you know what, this is it, I, I can't do this anymore, I have to get out, this is my house, I own it, you came in here, you know, under my love, and everything else, and I'm done, and I didn't know who to turn to, I didn't know who to talk to, I didn't know that there was help out there, okay? So fast forward, um... I basically I made a plan. It was a crappy plan. It was a shitty plan. Right. But in my mind, it gave me hope. It got me through the next, you know, the next year, the next two years, the next three years. It it took me three years from the time that I said I'm done right. to the time I I got enough enough courage to say get the f out. I am done. Done. Get out. So in between there, I ended up in the hospital. I was in and out of the hospital for um, almost a year. Four surgeries, 15 procedures. Died on the operating table twice. (laughs) I had come home. Now we'll fast forward to 2018. I did finally kick him out. I got myself off the drugs, got myself off the alcohol. Basically, my surgeon came in after the second um, surgery, which I have a scar that goes from my chest all the way down. And um, he basically 70-some staples in my body, and he said, Christine, if you take another drink, you will die. Mm. So fast forward to 2018, got all clean, got him out, started my healing process. And one night I was laying in bed, and I had the most excruciating pain throughout my body. I have no idea where it even came from. Right. I'm laying on the bed, and um, I had, I'm, a, I'm a retired Catholic, I say. Right. Um, but I was praying to God. I was praying to God, please, I will do whatever it takes to take this pain away. And that's when I had my encounter with Archangel Michael. And basically, he said to me, there's a whole bunch more in there. And it was such a beautiful experience. And they're with me all the time. My my spirit team is with me all the time. They guide me in everything. And basically, when that gunshot went off, that was their intervention saying, ah, 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 we have bigger, better things for Christine. Yeah. So 
they guide me in everything that I do. And, and it wasn't up until the beginning of this year that like everything just kind of popped and went, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I need to help other women. I need to let them know that it's okay that we have this communication and conversation. Right. But they are with, they are with me all the time. They're there. That, that, so that, that's why I'm here today all that stuff and my spirit team saying you are destined for what he whispered in my ear that night was everything will be okay oh that's and we we have constant communication and i i he guides me he's my light my team is my light that is my 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 reason for doing all this i can't see myself doing anything else queen b and that you know that is that is you know one of that story is so touching and moving and i know there are many other people who could contest that their guides their spirit their angels and i'm one of them that the reason why i'm here is my own personal encounter with michael um because they do whisper near because at that lowest point when you're so like i'm done i'm out of here now they're like no 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 i got something for you you think i'm gonna take all this beautiful experience and take let you cancel that heck no you're going you're gonna do something so i feel you and there are there are biggest cheerleaders and you know faith is something and, and knowing there's something greater out there, out there has really gotten me through. So first of all, I want to say I am so glad you're here with us today. And and I don't mean just on this podcast. I mean in this world, shining your light. Because, I, you know, I can see why Archangel Michael said, save this one. Save her! She! Mm-mm-mm. And I can't say he doesn't say it to everybody, but I'm saying, I feel it, I feel it. So, you know, I want to say thank you. Um, and we, uh, we've got to, and I'm saying this on live air as yes. we talk, we've got to get together and make this a mission because I would love to talk with you once a month or, you know, however your schedule feel and talk about women and, and even have women who, you know, who are survivors and, and will have a three-way and talk about all of this because yes. it would it's important that women know that they're not alone and our voices matter yes. if they matter yes. so before we go please tell people where they could contact you and where they can find your services because your services are greatly needed please let them know thank you, thank you. um obviously it's um www.sassycoach.com that's my website you can schedule a free session right then and there i do do three types of coaching one-on-one group and what i call um, flex coaching um, we can go over that on, on the phone call it's a free sassy session um and facebook um the sassy coach and that is s-a-s-s-i the sassy coach and you'll see all kinds of stuff on there you can request to join the private group where it's just as women exchanging, talking, having it out, doing whatever we need to do to get to a good healing place. Um, either one, either one works. Perfect. You know, um, I, I, and I, and I, I feel my spirit kind of just jumping out that we're going to connect off air. We are oh, going yes. to, I feel it. I feel it in my gut. So before we go, the cure is conversation audience. Remember to give gratitude for the voice that you have because using that voice can help you out of a situation. Know your faith and don't be afraid to be sassy. And yeah, you may not have your capital S, 
today. But that doesn't mean you won't have it tomorrow. So never give up. And remember what I always say is Queen Be Divine. If you're looking for love outside yourself, you've gone too far. Start within and then let it resonate out in the world. And remember, you are loved, you are loved, you are loved. One love and I'm Queen Be Divine. And thank you, Christine. Thank you, Miss Queen Bee. I am Queen Be Divine, and thank you for listening to today's podcast. The Cure is the Conversation podcast is brought to you by BluntReflections.com, where mental health is the priority, because the priority is you, and you deserve to be the best version of who you were meant to be. Today's guests share their stories and journeys and their insights in continuing that journey. So be sure to check out any links below if you'd like to continue that path on becoming the best version of you. I myself have been down that road and believe me, it is very difficult sometimes to find the support and information so you can become the best version of you. This is why I created The Cure Is Conversation. It will definitely lighten the load so you can see the best way forward. And when you have someone who you can trust or you feel comfortable with to have that conversation with, it is definitely empowering. So please check back weekly where I will feature guests who will help you move forward to becoming the best version of you. Greetings, I'm Queen Be Divine, blase, blase. This is the Cure Is Conversation, blase, blase. I do hope you are having a great day, blase, blase. Cause this is the Cure Is The Conversation, and listen to what we have to say. So sit back and listen to the guest, blase, blase, as they share their story and insights, blase, blase. I hope that it will help you find your own light, blase, blase, cause the cure is a conversation, blase, blase. So sit back and relax and listen, blase, blase.